Hello again, it's your friendly neighborhood host, J.T. Wheatley, back for another episode of History Comics Podcast, this time with the last creepy classic edition of the seasons, as I go into, well, since I explored the Blade, the Blade movie uh, last episode, I couldn't uh, go on without exploring the much-improved Blade 2, released back in March of 2002, once again starring Wesley Snipes as a titular character, but most importantly directed by the great Guillermo del Toro, now one of the great horror masters of the generation. The story is pretty simple. It's pretty much a sequel to uh, Blade 2, though. He finds uh, uh, Blade once again routinely with his uh, mentor, Whistler, who, in a nice little retcon, they find a way to bring back Chris, Chris Christopherson's character, which works because he was a great character in the movie. Uh, spoilers for having seen Blade in Blade 2. Yes, I'm spoiling a 20-year-old movie. Oh, oh well. Have to deal with it. But... If, but I find Blade actually teaming with the the regular vampires to take on an even more deadly threat of vampires. And, uh, and of course, there's some twists and turns along the way, but along some very cool action and some gorgeous direction with Guillermo del Toro. Wesley Snipes, of course, continues his brilliant run as Blade, playing him like a superhero a version of Shaft, just a com- true uh, badass kicking, destroying vampires left and right, some cool, and Green also showing off his really well-crafted uh, martial arts skills. But the real star of this movie is Guillermo del Toro, who really gets to show off his director of prowess, because as a, a people don't familiar with his career, he first tried to break into Hollywood the film Mimic back in the 1990s, but was interfered with the studios and wasn't able to make the film he wanted to. He's long been a popular director, making uh, such uh, brilliant films as The Devil's Backbone and Chronos. Uh, but he never was able to break into Hollywood until Blade Two, which was both a financial and critical success, and showed the Hollywood, hey, this guy can make movies that are both cool-looking and make money, and that was able to give Guillermo del Toro the, the pull to finally make Hellboy, which, of course, uh, which is any comic fan would absolutely love, bringing Hellboy up the big screen, a character, an indie character, but del Toro brought it to, to brilliant life. But Blade Two is where all that got started. In fact, Mike Magnolia was an art consultant on Blade Two and helped uh, usher the way along. So yeah, if you love the... Uh, so, so Blade Two, and also this, by itself, though, Blade Two was a fantastic um, film, a nice hard R film with some vampires that actually are scary, especially the vampires everyone's afraid of. Very, very well done. Del Toro, of course, is a classic master of horror. And yeah, if you're looking for a great uh, Marvel film, that, I'll be honest, yes, this is the same year that a few months later, Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man starring Tobey Maguire would premiere, would come out. I argue Blade Two is still a better film. Spider-Man 2, of course, would be the most superior movie years later, but hey, the year 2002, best comic movie of that year was Blade 2, as not only is it a great comic movie, it is, in my opinion, a creepy classic. Changing up our presentation while keeping the candidness that you enjoy. We'll cover all your favorite shows and movies with maybe a few surprises along the way. And you, yes you, will have opportunities to be on our show on a regular basis. That's right, you've got the Zoom Pro account and we're going to use it. So be ready. Find us at nerdblisspodcast.com and esonetwork.com. And on all the socials at NerdBlissPod. NerdBliss, listen up. Now it is uh, October 27th, 2022, time for the favorite comic book of the week, Batman Beyond the White Knight, number six by Sean Murphy, which continues uh, Bruce Wayne's uh, adventures as he's trying to uh, take down Derek Powers, who was taking over Gotham uh, City, uh, Wayne uh, uh, Tech, and also uh, the Batman character. 
and he hopes to finally ring Dick Grayson in the fall, though some personal problem gets in the way. Sean Murphy once again does a great job mixing in with his great alternative Elseworld takes in the Batman universe, mixing and matching different characters and relationships into a really brilliant effect. I mean, the most surprising one being the relationship between Bruce Wayne and Harley Quinn, which honestly is surprisingly crowd-pleasing when you see where it goes. And of course, he does it in a few shocks along the way. And his art is absolutely gorgeous, especially when you get to see Derek Powers. Of course, we're talking about the Derek Powers from the Batman Beyond cartoon show is incorporated in this series. And when he finally gets to show off his true glory, it's pretty awesome as well. So all in all, this has been one of my favorite alternative uh, Elseworld takes in the Batman universe. It's a lot of fun, cool. You can tell Murphy's having a lot of fun crafting it all the way back from Batman the White Knight. And it, it, it just keeps going on to a brilliant effect. And uh, with that, we'll conclude the, the last uh, Creepy Classics of uh, this year, since uh, by the next um, episode, we'll be in the November. And uh, sadly, how will be over? But then we'll be in Thanksgiving and Turkey time. You get to enjoy a month of Thanksgiving. I don't really do any themed episodes for uh, Thanksgiving, but I'll probably do some more classics to keep that ball going around. But until then, go ahead and enjoy yourself a good comic book. If you're looking for a good comic book uh, horror movie to watch during Halloween, you can't go much worse than Blade 2, because that is a true creepy classic. <laughs>